Welcome to the Conversations with Jesus podcast. I'm Johnny Lehman, a baptized man of God who has the amazing blessings of being a husband, father, and the pastor at Divine Savior Church in West Palm Beach, Florida. This podcast is designed to bring you the self-sacrificing love of Jesus found in the Bible through 15 to 20 minute episodes that focus on relevant life issues and what God has to say about them. Check out our website, DivineSaviorChurch.com, as well as our Facebook and Instagram pages if you'd like to find out more about the incredible things that God is doing through our church family. We're now in week three of our Mission Possible series where we've been looking at how Jesus has given us, his church, this amazing mission to go into all the world and spread the good news about him. He's put us in a specific time, in a specific place, for a specific reason, to bring the hope only he has, the people he's connected us to in our lives. Today we're going to zero in on that, that everything in our life has meaning and purpose, and because we have that purpose as a child of God, we can't help but be excited to spread the good news of Jesus that more and more can experience that amazing blessing of being called a child of God. Back at the seminary, a professor told me a story about Bill. Bill had started serving on the seminary governing board in his retirement, and he was thrilled. Before he retired, he had owned his own business and employed about 100 people over the years. He was a husband, a dad, and a grandpa. And after a governing board meeting, he walked up to my professor and said, it feels good to finally be serving Jesus. My professor asked him, what do you mean? Bill said, well, until now, I hadn't done anything for the church. I haven't served Jesus like he wants me to, but now that I am, I wish I had been doing this all along. My professor looked at Bill and he said, you've been serving Jesus much longer and in much greater ways than being on the seminary governing board. What do you mean by that? That's what we're going to uncover in this podcast. See, Bill, he had felt like he hadn't fulfilled his calling as a Christian. In fact, he saw everything else he did in his life as secondary to his work at the seminary. So over the last few weeks, we've marveled at this mission Jesus has given us, his church, to go and make disciples of all nations. And maybe you found yourself filled with guilt. I have barely ever spread my faith. Or maybe you're filled with anxiety. Is, that, is what I'm doing with my life good enough for God? We have a tendency to search for our purpose in the world of feelings. We tend to think that once we experience self-fulfillment, we'll be able to answer the question, why am I here? But is that really all our purpose is? A feeling? An emotion? I think about what was in the disciple John's mind in Matthew 28. As he heard Jesus tell him, his friends, the church, to go and make disciples, baptizing and teaching. Did John inwardly argue all those wasted years as a fisherman. I could have been telling people about God, instead I was throwing and pulling up a net. What a waste. As if his vocation, his calling of being a fisherman was a foolish and unimportant thing. It wasn't the Lord's work, quote-unquote. So then what good could it be? I think of the single mom who accomplishes a miracle every Sunday, getting her kids to church, who wrestles with them during the whole service, and then gets asked how she can serve at church, or why she can't make it to Bible studies, or to run events. She wonders if she's doing enough for God, if she's fulfilling her purpose. I think of the mechanic 
who day in and day out goes to work providing for his family but thinks my job is nothing, not much of a legacy for Christ. I think of a registered nurse who shows her faith and her smile, her calmness, her positivity, her voice and hands caring for each patient and she's looking for ways to spread her faith but when she drives home she regrets that she's not bolder in sparking conversations about her faith. Or the public school teacher, or the accountant, or the electrician, thinking that their work is good, but it's not like the work of a pastor or a church worker. See, Satan and our flesh want us to have a fragmented view of our calling as God's children. He wants us to set up this false dichotomy, this wrong idea, that only when I'm directly doing church stuff, then I'm actually being the Christian God has called me to be. Only when I give a gospel presentation, that's when I'm serving my Jesus. Only when I'm greeting or ushering or playing piano or singing or doing fellowship, that's when God smiles at me. In the end, the devil drives us to self. Self tells us we aren't doing enough. And then Satan will tell you, well, go, fulfill your purpose on your own. You better get your act together to feel that fulfillment that you seek. You have to try harder. In the end, we feel nothing but despair. But maybe your struggle and your purpose is a little different. Maybe you look at the people, places, and personality God has given you and you see the path he wants you to take. But you don't find it fulfilling, so you turn it down. I think of, many, of the many potential disciples Jesus encountered. They had gifts to serve, gifts to speak the gospel, but when he called them, they said no. Using the mirage of work reasons, family reasons, or I don't have the gifts, or I have a different passion reasons, even though... It was the very voice of Jesus calling them to a purpose. Even though only Jesus can give us what we need to do to do anything in life. God has given us as dear children each unique abilities and gifts to be used to his glory. Yet often we self-appropriate those gifts and think we have a right to use them solely for our own happiness or enjoyment. It's all part of Satan's scheme. Working in tandem with our sinful nature, he drives us to think that our fulfillment and purpose revolve around feeling happy and emotionally thrilled or satisfied. So whether it's guilt or anxiety or lack of emotion, when we look at the places God has put us in life, we must remember we have a purpose that isn't just a part of who we are, but it's all of who we are. Living for Jesus is not part of who we are, a partial purpose. It's everything. You know that because of the greatest day of your life. The day God showed you that you were everything to him. The day heaven had the biggest party in the universe over you. Your baptism day. That day when it was as if Jesus took you into his arms, placed you in the lap of our Heavenly Father and said, See, here is one for whom I lived on earth, shed my blood, suffered hell itself, and died. For my sake, adopt also this one as your dear child for time and for eternity. Forgive all sin and conquer death so that also this one may live and reign with me forever in heaven. No matter what is happening on earth at that moment, that may seem so important to us as people, nothing matches the beauty, wonder, awe, and power of what takes place in baptism. You are forgiven, given a new identity, hearing the joyous laugh of God, as you see that water and hear that word in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. John, the disciple and former fisherman, he experienced that baptism too. The day he was re-identified and given the most amazing purpose ever known, a child of God. 
As a child of God, he was loving his Lord by fishing and providing food for his community. As he laughed and cheered up his fellow fishermen, he showed them the smile of God and the joy we have as Christians. And there were opportunities that God gave him and doors he saw he could open where he could speak the amazing gospel message. Because here's the thing, his calling and purpose, they weren't about self-fulfillment, but that Jesus had fulfilled his promise. He made him his own dear brother, a son of the Heavenly Father. That single mom who moves heaven and earth so her kids can sit next to her on Sunday, who knocks pillows off her bed as she collapses every night, who provides and loves, she is serving her calling. Her purpose is a baptized child of God to be God's mask to her kids. That through her they see his forgiveness, his love, his always thereness. And then worship guests look at her and wonder why does she do all this just to be in church? We talk about an amazing gospel conversation starter, right? The Christian mechanic who thinks his job is nothing, his purpose as a baptized child of God is there. As he shows the determination of God in his hard work, as he serves others, helping them be able to go where they need to go, he, he glorifies his father by giving his all to support his family. That registered nurse who feels like she's not doing enough for Jesus can smile as she sees the water dripping off her windshield wipers as she remembers that God puts his baptized children exactly where he needs them to be to show his world, show his love to a world hurting for it and that there will be opportunities when she will be given the courage and words to speak the gospel. There's no need to put pressure on it. The accountant, public school teacher, and electrician smile at a job well done and remember how through their baptisms, everything they do in life serves a purpose greater than themselves. They rejoice that they're children of God, for that is who we are. Because we're God's children, he smiles as we put our, as we put our worth in him. No matter if all we can do is breathe, even if we're sitting in a nursing home and all we can do is be served, my goodness, because we're children of God, that becomes the greatest calling in the world. Or even through a smile or a thank you, we get to show his love. In everything we do, we, give, we get to give God the glory. And that's the power of the word and water. On that greatest day of our lives, our baptism day, our purpose, calling, and identity were given. And it permeates everything we do. There is no element of your life that doesn't matter to Jesus. We no longer have this fragmented, broken view that only when we do things in church or for church or we're living our Christian calling. And so our Christian calling is there in everything. We seek out of joy for what the Lord has done, out of love for us to be others-focused, rejoicing that we get to be God's mass to the world, rejoicing that he's going to put people in our lives that through our love, it will spark a gospel conversation. That yes, we can serve in our vocation as a church member too and love that. But it's so much more. Being a Christian is everything because Jesus and his grace covers everything. But what does it mean to be a mass for God? Well, you're the mass that God wears to interact with the world. He wears you and your works and your ways. He puts you on and wears that mask as he protects and preserves this world. Here is life with high dignity. Not only that you should be called children of God, but that God would use you and even the smallest things you do to care for his world. The masks of God are the hands, channels, and means through which God gives all blessings. We not only as children of God have purpose when we share our faith, which of course is what we long to do. That's the number one thing we could ever tell anyone, right? But it's more than that. It, we have a purpose in everything God places us in in life. There is a purpose in every moment. 
the binding of wounds, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, playing with a child, giving my employer or my customers money's worth, sending an encouraging word to someone near me who needs it, being the person who will do the filthy job no one else wants but just has to be done, listening more than I talk, being the same person whether anybody's watching or not. And true, again, none of these will bring about my neighbor's eternal salvation, but they're not for that reason valueless in God's sight, quite the opposite. Like the proud father who hangs his child's artwork on the refrigerator door, so our God smiles wide as we serve him. Like the loving father whose heart breaks when his child is pain, who breaks when his child is in pain, so too our father comforts us in the cross as we bear in our Christian calling. But this is the beauty of that calling. Where God places us is all by design. You've had the life experiences you have had, met the people you have, and lived in the places you have, all according to his grand purpose for your life and the mission of the church. And yes, there are crosses to bear in that. There is a cross of some kind connected with every earthly vocation. There will always be something about every possible Christian calling that any rational person would find distasteful and shun. That, however, does not give any right to us as Christians the right to desert our post. It said, serving faithfully in our vocation demands that we take stock first of the position to which God has placed us. And second, of the needs of those around us. And notice what's missing from that list. It's me. It's not about achieving self-fulfillment or satisfaction or realizing my potential. Instead, because we love our God, we use our unique talents and skills to be beyond eager to use them to serve our God and our neighbor with all the energy we have. We see the connection between Sunday and Monday Worship doesn't begin and end in this building. It's our life and perspective as we worship God in every moment he places us in. We intentionally go out as disciples, ready and excited to proclaim the message, ready and excited to grow deeper in God's word, ready and excited to go out that we can love others so much that we hear that most amazing question, why do you act the way you do? We get to tell them all about the identity we've been given in Jesus. See, by faith, you are no longer self-focused on self-fulfillment, but others-focused for others' fulfillment. That through our words and actions, we lead the people in our lives to see the face of Jesus through us. As we walk as the baptized children of God, we are a royal family. Future kings and queens in our heavenly country, we will get to share that re-identifying gospel message. We just imagine the shock and disbelief on the faces of the people of this world as they witness us worshiping Jesus in every task. Imagine the opportunities to speak the good news you know well when you get looks and comments that communicate, why do you live like you do? You'll be ready to answer because you know why you're here. You're here because your Heavenly Father loves you. And it's that love that inspires you to seek our human family members who have yet to know the Father who loves them more than life itself. You've got an amazing purpose. And Jesus will never let you forget that. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. God be with you as you live out that amazing calling you have as a child of God. May he bless us with many opportunities to love others and to spread the good news in those amazing conversations. And above all else, let's rely on his grace, walk with him in everything, and know and trust that he's got an amazing purpose for us. That's a blessing that we can never, ever get to the bottom of. Have a great week in the Lord, and I hope to see you soon.